When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's happening? Welcome back to the Nats Insider Podcast. Dan Kolko with you. We've had an opportunity this season, really over the last couple seasons, to go back and find some Nats from the past and bring them back and have some chats with them. And I wanted to bring back a Nats alumni who's been in the news a little bit over the last few weeks. That's because he made the decision to, after a lengthy career, retire from professional baseball. That guy is Aaron Barrett. A Nats favorite ninth round pick of the Nationals back in 2010 out of University of Mississippi. And Aaron Barrett has one of the most interesting baseball stories maybe ever. Uh, This guy has had so many setbacks, so many triumphs, and was a part of that 2019 team. But he got to experience that World Series run differently than anyone else uh, because of his life experiences that had brought him to that moment had a chance to catch up with Aaron to talk about it all from the very beginning stages of his professional career with the nationals fighting through the yips coming back from Tommy John surgery, and then a subsequent fracture of his arm that led to a even longer and more gruesome and more grueling rehab got back to the major leagues and has a World Series ring to cap it all off. Retired recently, uh, played this season in the Phillies organization uh, down in the minor leagues and decided to hang him up around July 4th and had a great conversation with a guy that we lovingly call the Bearcat. So here now is that chat with right-handed pitcher Aaron Barrett, newly retired, but always a guy that Nationals fans will remember fondly. Aaron, how you doing, man? Man, I'm great. Living the dream. Um, can't complain one one bit. You you know me by now. Uh, you you know if I had a complaint, um, it, it wouldn't be a good one. So uh, I'm great. Can't cannot complain. Always have a smile on your face. We've we've known that about you for a long time now. Um, Aaron, I, I want to start at the beginning. Um, so you I looked this up right before this interview actually I didn't realize you were drafted four times uh that doesn't happen very often you were drafted four freaking times the last of which <laughs> was by the Nationals um out of Ole Miss uh your beloved Ole Miss you make your way up through the Nationals minor league system and then in 2014 you crack the Nationals bullpen uh out of spring training you're on the opening day roster for the first time and you get a win in that opening day game Take me through just kind of your progression as a minor leaguer and then getting that opportunity in 2014 and immediately getting that first W as a major leaguer. Yeah, it's it was pretty surreal. Um, I think, yeah, drafted four times. I had a, a real opportunity to sign for a lot of money out of junior college. Wasn't ready. Maturity level wasn't there. Um, you know, I just – and I valued my education, so I decided to go to Mississippi and – 
Um, obviously, was very fortunate to be drafted by the Nationals. Great fit. I loved, I loved since day one um, where the organization was going and just kind of – it was, uh, you know, at that point in time, 2010, we were kind of on the up, up and up. Um, and so it was a really good fit for me. And But my two years, two first years of pro ball did not go very well at all. Actually, at one point, uh, literally lost control. Uh, a lot of people call it the yips or whatever you want to call it. Couldn't throw a baseball. Um, and I think looking back at it throughout my career, I think that was kind of funny how you, how you uh, look back at all these things. But that was like the first roadblock in, in the many um, obstacles that I would have over my career. And I think uh, – it would set up my foundation for the 13-year journey that I would end up having. So I overcome those. Um, it, it was not easy. Two years in, basically, was at a, it was in low A. I was 24 years old and basically said, hey, you need to figure it out or, or you're probably going home. Um, and I kind of took that kind of simple mindset, like, hey, let's get after it every single day. Let's not take it for granted and just – turn those one day at a time, uh, one day at a moment, you know, pr- being as present as possible where, wherever I was going to be. And it really spring forward in my career. Um, ended up in the fall league that year, went to double A the next year. And just, you know, honestly, it just, things started to click for me. Velocity went up. And um, next thing I know, I'm in my first big league camp. And still, like, to this day, I just – it's so easy to uh, to say this, but it's if you control the things you can control, good things are going to happen. And there's so many things in this game and life, and there's a lot of politics and and the business side of baseball, as you know. Like as you, the more you play, you learn about it. But this game is it's real simple. You you throw that ball over the plate and try to get the guy out. And uh, for me, um, I took that mindset in the spring training, and and next thing I know, I'm making the team. Um, couldn't believe it. And I just, the, the coolest thing for me, um, and I tell this people all, story all the time is I go from Matt Williams telling me I made the team, you know, tears, call my wife, my family, let them know I made the big leagues, go to New York city have my first, um, this is a wild story, but, uh, I'll, I'll try to, to sum it up that night in New York city went out with, uh, with Bryce and, and clip and, and a couple other guys and, we go to this place in New York City, had no idea where I was going. Um, next thing you know, we're in a really, really cool spot. And Jay-Z and Beyonce walk in um, and literally sit down at the table right next to us. And I'm like, this is the big leagues? Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> opening, opening day is the next night. And, I, again, I'm in awe. I'm just in, in shock. And uh, it was a great time. Opening day is the next night. I warm up in the seventh. I get sat down. Butterflies, like, in the ninth inning, tie game. Barrett, you're in the game. I look at Lee Corr, our bullpen coach at the time, and I'm like, I'm in the game. Like, it's tie game, ninth inning, opening day. And, I, and he's like, you're in the game. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. All right. And so I, I run out, uh, City Field. I just – I was like – I was like this. Just like, okay, tie game. I don't want to blow it, you know, opening day, debut. And the coolest, the coolest part of that story is I get to the mound and Ian Desmond has the time to grab me and look at me and say, Hey man, like, I want you to take, take this moment for a second. That's like, look up because you never, 
So in, in the minor leagues, you only get one one deck, right? Then you right. get that second, third deck. And so right. you look up and you're like, holy crap. And uh, Ian Desmond's like, just remember, you only get one debut, man. Just enjoy every single second of this right now. And for him to take the time for me to really relish that moment, that's something I'll never forget because I was so in the moment and in the zone that I wanted to do my job. Um to get the win and, and get opening day and all this stuff that I would have kind of just gone right through it. Um, and so I'll, I'll never forget him for that. And, and Adam LaRoche even is like, you know, kind of same thing. It was like, you know, go get him kid. And you know, I'll just, and, you know, I'll never forget that. And then we're going one, two, three, with two punch outs. Um, and I was so fired up. I was just like, you know, I think in the video, I mean, I just like, I'm boiling in, on the inside, just like you did it, dude. <laughs> and uh, we ended up scoring in the next half of that inning, which put me in line for the win, and we won. And, like, that's just, like, uh, a storybook start to my major league career. Um, just just super special. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, you, you work your whole life for that moment. And to have it, you know, not, everyone's debut is special and is something they're going to remember forever. But all of the different factors that went into your debut that made it um, even that – little extra bit special are are so, so cool and and uh i love you uh you adding in the little note there about <laughs> and beyonce that's cool uh aaron barrett with me on nats insider so bear you, you had a lot of great moments for the nats in 2014 uh you guys make the postseason that year um you're in the bullpen again in 2015 we remember you on the mound we remember the the uh stand the anthem stare down moments we remember all of this stuff um your your big league career is on a great track at that point. And then you get injured in 2015. You find out you're going to need Tommy John surgery. And this begins kind of the next, you you talked about that first hurdle, I guess you could say being overcoming uh, the thing, the, the yips. And then now you have this new thing. You, you have Tommy John, and then you have an even bigger setback than that. When you're rehabbing from Tommy John, uh, you throw a pitch and your arm breaks, uh, which is just a totally freak thing. Um, I'm sure a lot of Nationals fans that are listening are aware of just kind of the, you know, the basic play-by-play of how all this went. But a- after that moment happens, take us through what your life was like uh, physically, mentally, and what led you to keep going when you could have very easily, and most prob- most people probably would have shut it down at that point. Right, and I, and I think um, there, there were so many good moments in, in my big league career um moments i'll never forget and i think and again i think i think what you'll see um there's a common theme i think in in my life and my journey especially my baseball career a lot of nats fans and i'll i'll admit it a lot of nats fans remember me also for my game four wild pitch uh in the nlds as well and i think that is uh obviously a moment that um you know, not a great moment, but you know what? Like, I'm obviously grateful for it because I think through that, uh, through that trial and through that, um, you know, that wild pitch that obviously you know scored the the go ahead run there. I learned so much from that outing, and again, you only learn. Um, you can learn on your successes, but you learn more from your failures. And again, in that moment was was tough, but I think again it would set me up for what was to come. Um, so again, you know, one of those things, uh, I, I'm grateful for the, for the failures and, and for the trials. And 
I think it would uh, be a big part of, of my journey. And so, yeah, after, after I had the Tommy John, I'm so close to getting back uh, to the big leagues. I'm about to start my major league rehab assignment to get back to the big leagues in 2016. And on one pitch, um, literally snapped my arm in half. And there's only been five guys in the history of Major League Baseball that have that type of injury. Um, my career was over. My, I thought my life was over. Uh, baseball was all that I knew. And I think uh, in that moment, uh, when the game got taken away from me, it, it was it was it was it was tough. It was literally, I mean, brought me to my knees. I questioned everything. And it was, uh, I went to a dark place for a long time and it was, it was tough. But again, like my faith in the Lord, um, I think really brought me back. Um, I had so much support system. The nationals obviously believed in me and they brought me back and they able to rehab me. And, um, I just think that through those struggles, uh, I, I found a new motivation um, I obviously wanted to make it back uh, with everything I had just to prove prove that I could do it and be, you know, my, my mindset was, was why me, you know, like why this happened to me. I, you know, I, I felt like I, I feel like I'm a good guy. I'm a good person. You know, why, how could something so awful happen to a guy like me? And my perspective started to change. Uh, just, I was started to feel grateful for what I did have. Um, and that perspective started to shift and, and realize that, you know what, instead of questioning why me, I should start saying, why not me? You know, if, th if there's one person that can do it, it's going to be me. And I can be that example. I can be that inspiration for other people to, you know, whatever you're going through life, injuries or uh, whatever adversity, I can be, uh, you know, that inspiration for, for people that, hey, no matter what you're going through, you can literally do anything. You say your heart and your mind to it. Um, and then my wife got pregnant and I started realizing that, you know what, this is bigger than me. And I wanted now my, my firstborn daughter to remember dad being a baseball player. So I had all the motivation that I needed, um, as far as to make a run to make it back. And it was a long road. Um, was it easy? Absolutely not. It was hands down the most grueling, hardest thing I've ever gone through. I still, you know, have issues with my elbow every single day. Um, and it's just a constant reminder of what I've been through. And, and um, you know, it's just, I'm very grateful, honestly, just super grateful. Um, you know, and then obviously everyone knows that, you know, what, what would come next, but just, it was wild. It was just a wild, wild, wild ride. We'll be back with part two of my interview with Aaron Barrett right after this. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome back. All right, let's get you to part two of my chat with Aaron Barrett. 
highs, lows, and the championship on the back end of all of it. The Bearcat talking about his unique journey. Uh, Aaron, let's get to what came next. So this this happens in 2015 that you have your first Tommy John surgery, or you have Tommy John surgery. Then you have all of the pins and plates inserted into your arm after your arm snaps. You're away from Major League Baseball for 2016, 2017, 2018. Uh, you work your way up on your rehab assignment in 2019. You're at AA Harrisburg. The season is winding down. And the guy that you mentioned that was in the bullpen with you for your major league debut, telling you you're going into the game, Matt LeCroy is your manager at AA Harrisburg. And he, we've all seen the video. He gets the team all together and he gives you the news that you're going back to the big leagues. Um, I mean, I, I have seriously, I have chills right now just thinking about that moment. I can't even imagine. Uh, what that was like for you. Can you try and uh, put it into words and encapsulate it? Yeah, it's, you know, again, it goes back to controlling what you can control. And that year was, was a, was a, was a tough year by, because I was put in situations. They wanted to see me in high leverage situations. They wanted to see if my arm can handle it. Could I mentally handle it? There were days where, I didn't know if I'd be able to pick up a baseball after I pitched. I had to go back to back. I had to go two innings. There were, you know, these are things that you have to do in order to go to the big leagues. Um, and I'll be honest with you, there, there was quite a few days where I, I came in and didn't know if I'd be able to pick up a baseball. But um, those are the things that, you know, you, you push through, you find a way. And so that's why – in that moment, um, yeah, it, it takes me back to every time I tell a story or, um, you know, any, any time that someone's never seen the video before, you, they just get emotional about it because I think there's just a way that people connect to their trials in their life and or whatever adversity they've had. Like, they can connect. They feel it. It's real. And for him to – I, I didn't know what was going on. To be honest. I was super surprised. Uh, I didn't know. I had I had no clue. I thought, like, maybe if I had a chance, I put myself in the best possible position to go up. Didn't know if it was going to happen. Again, like, control what you control. Um, I thought maybe Harrisburg was in the playoffs. I thought maybe if I had a chance, it'd be after, we, you know, we, we go in the playoffs. But just didn't know. And for it to happen the way that it did and, and the team to embrace me, you know, it's it was super heartfelt. You know, I mean, you can hear my voice. I'm, I'm getting choked up about it, just thinking about it. Just, just a, a day, a moment uh, that I'll never forget. There's no doubt about it. So then you you go uh, join the Nationals. Your first appearance is in Atlanta. I remember it. Um, you struck out Ronald Acuna Jr. in your return to the big leagues. No big deal. Uh, and then you, you break down in the dugout and it was just truly a special moment. You didn't pitch uh, with the Nationals in the postseason, but you were around for that entire experience. Um, and, you know, I've talked to so many guys that were on that title team over the last few years. I've done a lot of these interviews with guys reflecting on those special moments and everyone has their own, uh, you know, path or, or set of obstacles that, you know, that that World Series is meaningful to them for certain reasons. Um, but nobody had the experience that you had. So what did being along for that ride in 2019 
mean to you after all that you had been through? It was icing on the cake. Um, I, I truly believe that I felt that how fitting and how, you know, how ironic was it that the team that 1931, everyone counted them out, literally had no chance to win the World Series. And also myself had no chance to ever throw a baseball again. And I just find it very fitting and ironic that in the same year that I make it back to the big leagues, the Nationals won the World Series. Um, being able to just be a part of that team, um, I didn't get to pitch you know, a whole lot in September, but I think there was a sense that if I could bring something to that team, to that clubhouse, my energy, inspire the guys any way that I can, bring good vibes every single day, um, then, then that's what it's about. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned through my path, through my career is that, you know, you can't buy championships. It's about those guys in that club pulling on the same rope, um, caring about one another, the guy on the left, guy on the right. And I've, I've never been a part of a clubhouse like that, that literally cared about each other so much. And you could see it. You could feel it. Um, it was special. It was super special. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget those type of relationships and what that means. Um, you know, and, and that's why winning, winning the way we did was so, so, so dang special. Um, so for me to be able to just be a part of that and um, enjoy that ride and, and basically in that 2019, you know, for me to come back and then cap it off with, the, with winning a World Series, like I, it's storybook. It really is. I can't make it up. Aaron Barrett with me on Nats Insider. And Eric, you know, I told you, I remember you sitting down on the field with me uh, and Bo Porter after one of those games down the stretch. It might have actually been the last game of the regular season in 2019. And you were on our postgame show. And I said something to the effect of, you know, they need to make this a movie. They need to make your life story a movie because it's straight out of Hollywood. It really is. And um, that's actually what's happening in a way. There is a documentary that is being made. Uh, you were just telling me about it. It's close to being done. They're wrapping up shooting and, and putting it all together. Tell us about this and what this experience has been like for you and what fans can be on the lookout for. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to be. Um, I think I think when you hear documentary, um, you know, you think of thirty thirties, or you think of you know, like the the Last Dance, Michael Jordan type thing. Um, this is going to be completely different than uh, I think any documentary film that anybody's ever seen. It's 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 going to be like like a movie. Um, so a after I made it back, uh, Jeff Unai, who's who's the uh, director of the film reached out to me and said, he, you know, obviously wanted to do uh, a film based off my comeback. And so he started that process in uh, 2021 and they've been filming for the last over, you know, almost two years now. So basically they've been seeing this, this last kind of where this past journey has been going. And, and so you take that journey and then you go, yeah, by the way, this also happened. And as you tell that comeback story, as the two stories line together. Um, 
it's going to be special. It's, it's definitely, I have only seen like a little bit of it. I don't, I don't want to see, um, you know, no sneak peeks or anything like that, but all I know is you can follow it. I think on, uh, at breakthrough 32 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, it's going to be, especially for nationals fans, um, being able to, you know, go through my, my entire journey um, and, and being able to relive, you know, when, my comeback and, and win the World Series and, and everything else. Like, again, a lot of the pieces of my life, uh, again, are, are very storybook. I can't make it up. And being able to have some of the stuff in the film, uh, it, it's going to be special. It's going to be special. Uh, to be determined where it's going to be, uh, you know, distributed, whether it's Netflix or Disney Plus or who knows. Uh, but all I know is it's going to be uh, it's going to be amazing, and I'm obviously very grateful for the opportunity to be able to share my story. And obviously, the Nationals being obviously one of the best uh, organizations for me, and being able to represent them is going to be amazing. And it's called breakthrough, right? As of right, <clears throat> as of right now, um, it could change. Also, thinking the comeback is also an option. Uh, the title is that again. Not my call, so we'll we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, stay in your lane is a is a popular baseball <laughs> phrase, and and you're staying yeah. in your lane on that one. Um, Aaron, last question for you, and, and then I'll I'll let you go. You you know I've known you for a number of years now. Uh, your first year in the majors was my first year traveling with the team as a sideline reporter in 2014. So I've known you for a bit, and I've never known you. I'm sure you've had bad days, but I've never known you to visibly look like you're having a bad day or to act like you're having a bad day, even when, um, you know, so many of these moments that you went through could, could break a person could, uh, you know, could impact them in such a negative way. Where does this positivity come from? <laughs> to ask it in, in a, in a more sarcastic way, how are you the way that you are? <laughs> um, what, what has allowed you to be this way through, through all of this? Man, I don't know if anyone's ever asked me that question. Um, that's a that's a great question. I just uh, I, I think the way I was raised, um, very. Uh, I was raised, you know, I got two brothers, um, big family, and I just feel like I think I've always tried to see the good in ev in in every person, um, no matter what, and. I just feel like for me, what works for me is I try to fill my glass completely full every single morning um, with, with, with the word, with, um, you know, I, I read, read a couple of motivational books. Um, and so for me, it's just trying to be my best version of my genuine self. And I try to bring positivity and energy every single day so that over the course of the day, the interactions that I have, I'm genuinely trying to get the most out of each person that I come in contact with. So I can over the day, pour my cup out. Um, is that draining sometimes? Yes. Uh, on me, but I truly believe that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I've had, so much success and I've been able to stay around the game for as long as I can, as long as I have. And, uh, that's why I believe in such clubhouse camaraderie and, and, and all those type of things, um, is I, I literally want the best out of each person that I come in contact with, um, and being able to connect 
And, and that's what it's about. That's what life is about is being able to genuinely have uh, the best interest for each person. Um, whether that's the person in line at the grocery store or whether that's the random worker at the field. Um, if I can somehow lift up their day and, and, and say, hi, I have no idea what struggles are going through. I, I, everyone is they're, they're, they're people. Everyone's has their own, including myself. But if I can find a way to literally brighten that person's day, then, then I feel like I'm doing, doing my part. And I feel like if we had more of that in the world, I think we, we'd be better off. Aaron Barrett, one of the truly good guys uh, that I've come across in Major League Baseball. And Bearcat, congratulations on your retirement. It's it's uh, been a long road for you and filled with so many great moments. And we love you here in D.C. We hope to see you back here sometime really soon. And always wishing you all the best, man. Thanks so much. Uh, you better believe I'll be coming to Nats Park at some point. So you make sure you line that up with somebody, and I'll, I'll be over there in a heartbeat. Love it. Thanks, Bear. Thanks, Dan. See ya. See ya. That'll do it for the Nats Insider Podcast. So much fun catching up with Aaron Barrett and hearing his story. And we're going to keep tabs on that documentary. That thing, I'm sure, will be a tearjerker and include uh, a lot of really special moments. So uh, I know I'm going to be on the lookout for that, and I hope you guys will as well. Thanks for listening this week. We'll catch you guys next week here on the Nats Insider Podcast. Go big or go home.